You moved. Oh, you st you can't stop at four. What? What did I stop? Because I got. I don't. I no longer have the camera. I can only see you through the Twitch delay in five seconds. So for me, it's like five, four, and then you stop talking, and then I have to look at you to see what you're saying, and that's already five seconds later. And by then, your five seconds are up. Yeah. Yep. I miss, I miss the camera that I had for you. <laughs> you want me to bring it back? That would be nice. <laughs> I, I literally have a camera, an extra, I have two extra cameras down here. Oh my God, I really got sunburned. Jesus Christ. Um, it, would, it, would, it would be nice mostly because then like I feel like I am actually conversing with you, I suppose. I don't know. Dude, my forehead is bright red. Oh. Look oh. at that. Look, look how did you shiny just, uh, did it you is. Just, did you just run a mile or something? I delivered mail today. Did you run while you were del delivering said mail? No. It's unsafe. Oh, okay. oh, it's unsafe? Okay, did you walk at a quick pace? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, if work's listening, yeah, I, I went quickly. Quick. I was both quick and safe. Um, but for all intents and purposes for you, and uh, I doubt anybody from work is listening. No, I did not walk quickly. I walked, you know what? I'm going to rephrase it. Was I quick? Some people would say I was quick. But more importantly, I was safe. So there you right. go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Folks at the delivery company or mail, mail service company, he was indeed... I was safe. safe. Silly Goose says false. Um, I was safe today. Okay. I was safe. I did have a route that I'm not typically on. So they do this thing where if you are lower on a totem pole and uh, I can't even get into all the explanations of of why I had a different route today. But I had a different route today than I normally do. Um, and I struggled a little bit. I think I went... Well, I, I struggled a bit. I'm I'm not even gonna keep going on about this, but um, it was a different route that I'm used to, and I guess I got some sunburn today. I thought it was gonna be kind of cold today. It ended up getting yeah, really it snowed warm like here. the other day. I don't know if it snowed for you guys. No, it did not snow where I, we just got a rainstorm here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I definitely uh, today was uh, very sunny, very warm. I ended up getting all the way down into my t-shirt. Which I don't always. Oh say. damn! Yeah, I usually go in with the I, I dress in layers, right? So I got the t-shirt, the long sleeve shirt, and then usually I have a hoodie. And then Did the shorts a, come out? No, because I didn't think it was touching sixty degrees today. I looked at my oh. weather app this morning, and it was I think it said like the high was maybe like fifty seven or fifty eight, but it seemed like it was just going to kind of touch it and then come back down. Oh um, okay, okay. Uh, Niz, it was warm, warm today, sixty plus for a large part of the day so i was a little warm today because i didn't have my shorts on ah okay okay all right yeah, it was a tragedy really when you think That's, about it uh, yeah I, I believe i believe you have said that you do definitely prefer having shorts on oh yeah in much warmer weather so yeah that would make sense yeah i mean one of the th reasons why i hate pants first off they're super baggy i i hate baggy pants the second thing is 
They get all staticky, dude. I'm climbing in and out of my truck. I'm in and out of my truck, in and out of my truck so much that like my pants are like brushing up against the seat. And so it's, it's creating static electricity. Then I'm walking around with these polyester pants sticking to my legs. Ooh. And it's like, ugh, you know, it's just uncomfortable, really. Yeah, that definitely sounds very uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Fun fact, it is. <laughs> uh, how was your day today? And skip. Great. Um, <laughs> well, I hope it gets better. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I forget. Oh, have you played any games in the last week? Uh, yes, I played a little bit of Gears 5. Oh. Um, I played some Borderlands on stream. Uh, I got yelled at last time by Rebel for not mentioning that. So, Rebel, I got it wow. this time. Thanks, Way buddy. mess it all up, dude. <laughs> Um, and then I played with you guys during the community game night, some, uh, Halo Infinite. You did. the end of your guys' uh, game night. Yeah. How was that? That was a blast. I had a whole bot army with me. <laughs> we, were, we were doing a game. There were four of us who were playing. Toward, this is towards the end of the night. And yeah. we put on eight bots on the other team. And I, I forget what the weapons were. It might have been all swords. At the time? When I joined at the time, it was snipers and oddball. Oh, that was okay. Yeah, <laughs> so that's every, when I joined. Everybody had snipers. These were Spartan level bots, and we were playing oddball, and we just got smacked around. Which I figured, <laughs> I figured we would, but it, it was still like a lot of fun. You know, it's not, you know, it's not custom games like Halo Reach custom games or even Halo Three custom games, but it's still like that kind of fun aspect and, and having right, the bots right. on can, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a blast. So, um, yeah. So I ended up joining in, in the middle of your session or near the end of your session in that game. And <laughs> right. Somehow, for some reason they thought, let's just throw mystery into the, into the team with the bots. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so cause then the other team didn't need help. The bots needed the help. So, <laughs> so mysteries running around with the oddball and there's like, <laughs> there's a whole squad of bots <laughs> Me. They followed me everywhere. <laughs> they like stacked on top of each other, right? So it was insane. he had like six or seven bots all like three feet behind him. And because there's no player collision, all the bots are kind of like inside of each other, <laughs> like following him around like a caterpillar. It was really funny. <laughs> it was actually really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a good time with that. So yeah, um, I played Halo on Saturday. Um, last night I played Tunic. And I got through an area that I just I did not think I was going to be able to get through. It was so difficult. And Which uh, was it? It was was it one of the really really bright areas? I, I swear I jumped into your stream for a little while. Um, you were on like a square platform fighting like four sword guys or something at the same time. Yeah. So there's a uh, the part of the map is called the quarry, and there's this really. The sound design's amazing, but there's this really weird, weird place where there's these like purpley kind of crystals, and they zap your health completely. Oh, okay, and okay. So for about half of your time going through the quarry, you are on this lower level near this like insane energy, and it brings your life all the way down to one HP. So you basically have to be holy jeez. Yeah, you have to kind of be perfect for. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. For about maybe ten, maybe a dozen or so enemies, you need to find a way 
to get through all of them without taking any damage at all because the slightest touch uh you're dead and you, ha you have to start that spot over again it was a really difficult place you um, ever watch uh red versus blue yeah Oh, yeah. Like season, I think it was season eight. Maybe yeah. Uh, when they the, started, when they started doing like the animation. Yeah, so I've seen the first ten seasons that came on that Blu-ray. Uh, okay. That they put so, out. So do you remember? Okay, so we're gonna go deep dive into season eight when like they very. The, it's like the very first episode they had introduced the whole like animation situation. Okay. On Valhalla. Um, on Valhalla, yes, exactly. Great. I'm when right with uh, you. when they had slowed down um, Agent Main's like. Uh, uh, he slowed. They slowed down his movement with the plasma pistol, and he's still going. But like the slightest tap sent Simmons like going into the wall. Okay. It was it like that? Where like he just he just they just poked you, and you were just going across the map like practically dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a little bit more like they would slice me in half with a sword. But yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Similar touch concept, except yeah. you just yeah you, you turned into two people. Okay, got it. I don't no do wonder the... why they call it two Nick. Got yeah, it. yeah, yes, ah. to Nick. Cause we got there. The fox's name is Nick, and he gets sliced in half all the time. And, and and two, the, the, two if Nick. they make a sequel and they do not call it to Nick like that, oh, I'm sure they you know, will. T W O Nick, Although, missed opportunity. He was on the podcast. He was on podcast unlocked recently, which was cool because you know it's like good promotion for the guy who made this game. Um, right. I think they asked him, would you do a sequel? And it sounded like he wouldn't want to do a sequel. He would want to do something else. So I don't know That's if we'll fair. ever see another Tunic, but he did say that the name, I forget what they had said. I think Ryan McCaffrey, the, the host of uh, IGN Unlocked, I think he had just said something along the lines of like, look, with the name Tunic, you got to get the number two in there somewhere. Um, right, right, right. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So same, same exact thought there. Um, so I played Tunic and had a lot of fun with that. It's it's a difficult game, but like not an impossible game. It's it's like difficult because you don't know how to go up against your enemy. But if you take the time to like kind of learn it, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, but I, guess, I feel like it is definitely challenging you. Like it's challenging oh, you to figure it out, and that's what's making it more interesting to you. Oh, for sure, right? Because like once you know how to do it, it's like oh okay, I know how to do this. I'm good. But it's like mm -hmm. the process of learning that is challenging but very rewarding because then you're able to go through a whole area and you're like oh yeah i i struggled so much on these guys and then i kind of figured it out um one of the okay. spots last night there's these like really crazy looking spidery thingies where if you you kill them they turn into two smaller spideys oh then okay you, then you kill those two and then they have like two little tiny so Dear you know, Lord. this giant spidery looking thing turns into eight little tiny spidery things and if you get attacked by more than one at a time it's like you're you're just you're very quickly and easily overwhelmed um there's a little trick to them and so once you figure that out it's like oh i can kill these guys kind of quick okay so, okay you know it's exciting it's fun i'm kind of curious to know like I, I don't know maybe you can experiment to this with sure. yourself i suppose but like you know when you when you finish tunic right and you, you now know how to beat the game what would your second playthrough of the game look like? Like, would you know how to do it? Would it be less interesting to you? Like, um, it would definitely be a different experience because one of the hardest parts, and it's not exactly really hard, but one of the most interesting things is like, there's not a clear direction. There's no clear, there's no direction at all. I right, shouldn't say you had mentioned that all. earlier. There's a very, 
um, very tiny amount of like direction for where you're supposed to go. You kind of have an idea, but not exactly because there's an in-game instruction manual and you pick up pieces of it along like during your journey. And so you'll pick up some pieces that show you a map of an area and you're like, okay, here's like the main world and here's where I am. I feel like this path over here kind of connects up to this other page that I can see for where this other section of the map is. And so mm-hmm. maybe that's where I have to go because that's the only other section of the map that I have right now. Right. So like it kind of gives you an idea like that, but for all intents and purposes, you're completely lost. You have no idea where to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So once you get the lay of the land, I'm, I'm very curious to know, like, how, like, when you when you play through your second playthrough, like, I wonder if it's going to be, like, an interesting playthrough or if yeah. it's just like, ah, uh, okay, I, I, I've beaten this. I, I don't feel the need to play. Like, does it have replayability? I for, yeah, I forgot to even answer the question that you were saying. So I, I feel like without, with, with now knowing where I'm supposed to go, I actually think that a second playthrough would be really enjoyable because like it wouldn't be easy, but I would just have like a better idea of where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do. Like, okay. Okay. When I first started it, well, I don't even know if I want to mention any part of it. There's an item that I thought that I would have had like right away and I didn't. And I thought to myself, like, am I playing this game wrong? Am I in the wrong area? Like, why don't I have this thing that I thought would have been very basic and I should have had right in the very beginning? Um, talking about a sword. So, like, you don't have a sword in the very beginning. <laughs> I don't want to tell you, but I'm talking about yeah, a sword. I, I just decided. I was like, okay, this this is more annoying with me not even saying it. <laughs> and it's look, the game the game is sort of based on, like, Legend of Zelda. It's like kind of like Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past meets Dark Souls meets a fox and so right you know i'm looking for a sword i'm like dude i need need a sword like that's the first thing you do in any zelda games like okay let me get my sword and like i can't find a sword anywhere Mm -hmm. and so then i'm in this area and i'm running through this like for all intents and purposes i'll call it a dungeon kind of like zelda i'm going through this dungeon and i'm like i feel like i'm supposed to have a sword here i don't Mm -hmm. have one but i feel like i'm supposed to have one and um you eventually get one but i i felt like oh like i don't know if i'm if i should even be here right now because i didn't i don't have the sword yet and there's no clear direction on like when you're supposed to get things how you're supposed to get things so it's it's fun it's challenging i would say it's hard but so far it's been rewarding and fun enough for me that i I keep playing visually stunning especially in some areas it's just unbelievable um what i'm looking at and then the uh the sound design is incredible the music's great so there's a lot of things about tunic that i really like i'm, I'm kind of a fan uh I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan of this game and nice pe- and people know me like i don't stick to games that i don't like i, re- mm-hmm. I really don't like i have no problem dropping them um this is definitely one that i i intend on playing all the way through <laughs> oh good 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 yeah i mean if i found out i had like another 100 hours i don't think i would but i'm pretty sure i'm making my way through it pretty well yeah yeah. i feel like based on what i saw i feel like you would be getting closer to the end just strictly based on the design of the enemies and like 
um i guess the design of the overworld and such i yeah. just feel like you you are now starting to hit that point of your hey you're gonna hit the peak and that's it you know i would think so i would think so but we'll find out we shall see we tune shall in see. to find Ooh. out exactly um so there's some uh <clears throat> lot of a, a bit of a i don't know what's i don't want to call it an uproar but okay we got some major breaking news um last week we had sort of talked about a little bit of speculation about certain affinity uh make possibly making a battle royale for halo infinite okay mm-hmm. um it is uh not confirmed by 343 but confirmed by somebody who has and i forget the gentleman's name but he has an insane track record for being right about leaks. Um, and then he has some oh, just okay. very specific things about this battle royale for Halo that Halo's going to be getting um, that seem very believable and understandable. And so um, everybody's saying that it's confirmed. It's not exactly confirmed because 343 did not come out and say, hey, we are working on this thing right now. Um, but with this guy leaking it, and, and there's even some more details that I've that have come out um about the battle royale so we can we can set and that's why the title of this is uh you know we're getting a battle royale or it's confirmed that we're getting a battle royale kind of so um the reporter his name is jez corden um and he claims that certain affinity is developing some sort of battle royale mode for halo infinite okay the project apparently codenamed tatanka has been in development for more than two years separately uh, from 343. So we're going to talk about this because Halo getting a battle royale is 100% a very big deal. And I know that there's a lot of concern about a Halo battle royale because for as long as this podcast has been talking about, it's it's probably the most recurring topic that shows up on this podcast i would say is the halo battle royale one of the biggest concerns was people saying hey i don't want 343 to spend a bunch of resources making a battle royale when they need to focus on the game and this is an opinion that i didn't share before but have come to share and I think, Mystery, you share the same opinion, right? Like, you wouldn't want it made by 343. Or, and if it was, it wouldn't be until, like, super down the line because there's so many things that they have to work on right now, right? Like, that's where you... Right. They've, they've got a lot to work on, yeah. Right. So, one of the ideas that I know that I had said, and I'm sure a lot of other people said, was like, okay, we'll give it to another studio to make. And right. Certain Affinity, they've had it. They've been working on it for two years now. How about that? That sounds that sounds like a very long time. Does that surprise you that they've been working on it since 2018? That's not two years, but um, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I was looking at my calendar and it said 420 2022, and so then I was like, oh, 20, mm. and then I thought for a second I was like, I'm just going with it. So that's why I said 2018. I meant 2020. 
Sorry. Okay, because it would have been crazier if it was 2018. Yeah, they've been working on it for four years. Sheesh. Four years. Yeah, that better be that better be one polished game type, man. <laughs> that polished. better be really like, polished. Yeah, you, you know, every time you every time you load in, you just see a sheen. <clears throat> you know, like polished. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, polished. <laughs> That's really funny. Load in. That's the first thing you see. The word polish. Polish. With like, with like, you know, like the glittery sparkles and like, you know, like. everything's really shiny. <laughs> yeah. Not a single speck on the floor. Um. <laughs> um. Well, we know development cycles are usually, you know, at least a couple of years. So, um, I mean. I, I'm surprised. I'm even more surprised that certain affinity was able to kind of, if they have been working on it for two years, um, been able to keep it quiet. Yeah, we're able to keep it very quiet or keep it on the DL if that's the case. I mean, that's incredible. Now I do have a question. I'm not 100% sure if you'll know the answer to this, but is certain affinity responsible for any of the Call of Duty Warzone stuff by any chance? Because if I remember correctly, doesn't um, Certain Affinity also work with Call of Duty? Yeah, so Certain Affinity has worked with Call of Duty before. They are not the studio who's done anything with Call of Duty Warzone. Okay. Um, but I believe that they they basically have been a studio that's done like a lot of DLC. Let me see. Starting in 2008, Certain Affinity was tasked with building out multiplayer features and maps for Call of Duty World at War. Okay. So they started doing Call of Duty stuff back in 2008. Okay. Um, it looks like they've done more stuff like since then. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Um, okay. It looks like they well, worked on some of the stuff on Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare Remastered. So they they have been a auxiliary studio who's done a lot of like um, an auxiliary studio who's done a lot with DLC and stuff like that. And I think they had a big part to do with uh, Halo 4 as well. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, yeah. Well, we already spoke about last week Max Hoberman being like uh, one of the big uh, players in regards to bringing Halo 2 to life, or at least the Halo 2 multiplayer. Maps he was to life. the Halo 2 multiplayer guy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And yes, a certain affinity was responsible. I believe. I want to say it was uh, a little bit of Halo Reach and Halo 4. For sure. Yeah, I, the they did the. Um, they did. The they were maps. definitely part of that transition period. When oh. Halo CE Remastered came out, there were th I think three DLC maps for Halo Reach that came with that game. And so yeah, there was like Beaver they had Creek. Done those. Yeah, yeah, Beaver, Beaver Creek, Creek. I forget the other Prisoner, two. I think, or Prison Break or whatever. Uh, and which one? I don't remember. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. That's a good trivia question, though. Rabble, get on it. I'm Rabble. <laughs> but yeah, so they did some they did some work for uh Halo Reach. Yeah. Right, okay, cool. Cool. So uh going back to your question, uh two years, uh being being able to keep it quiet for two years if they have if if it is indeed like, you know, um it, the battle royal that they are working on. Uh again, that's still not a hundred percent confirmed. Mm -hmm. uh, not by three four three at least. Um, then yeah, that's. I mean, I guess outsourcing it would make sense, and it would also make sense that three four three would say, "Hey, we're not working on a battle royale for Halo Infinite," because I guess technically they wouldn't be working on a Halo Infinite battle royale if certain affinities working on it. Oh, good point. I like that. A little trickery right there. Right. Yeah. I guess it's just yeah. We're not working key, on a battle royale. Yeah. Key words here is they are not, but someone else is, and it was outsourced Tricky to lawyers. someone else. Yeah. 
right? So I guess reading between the lines in that situation. Right. Hmm. 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 Um. This is interesting. The remember the infamous quote. I'll tell you right now. The only BR we're interested in is the battle rifle. Mm-hmm. Remember Jeffy Sterling saying that. That was mm-hmm. four years ago. So was that four years ago? Yeah. So two years after he makes that comment, they start production on a battle royale. Wow. <laughs> Which means they had to have been in talks for a while about getting a battle royale made for Halo Infinite. Wow. Um, so it's kind of interesting, you know. Maybe like right after that comment, they were like, well, maybe we should. Now, how do we do it? That's a good question now. How do we do it? So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's what a great segment or what a You're great welcome. segue. You're um, welcome. It's definitely unclear exactly what's going to be going on with the battle royale. However, um, the uh, this guy, Jez Gordon, um, this is the leaker, right? Uh, or, this or, is the leaker. The, uh, OK, yeah, okay. he's a he's a well-known games industry reporter as Forbes okay. Forbes puts it here. Um, it's unclear. I'm going to just continue with this article. It's unclear how traditional this battle royale mode will be, but it's seemingly targeting Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, and Fortnite fans to bring a whole new audience into Halo. It also somehow utilized Halo Infinite's upcoming Forge mode and releases during multiplayer season. It says two or three, but that's actually a typo. It actually should be three or four. Um, so, okay, a couple things in here. The one thing that I want to talk about at first, at least, and I think that this is a good way to kind of go through this. When they say they're going to be targeting Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, and Fortnite fans, this is the only part of this that, like, I'm not excited about. Like, when they when they first said Halo Battle Royale, that has me excited. Because I'm thinking about all the parts of Halo that I love in a game mode that I totally am in love with. Mm-hmm. And as a fan of Battle Royales, as somebody who has watched a ton of gameplay with Battle Royales and stuff like that, I think that Halo Sandbox is amazing for Battle Royale. But if they are targeting Apex Legends... Call of Duty Warzone and Fortnite fans, I'm a little bit afraid that they may try to change too much about Halo to try and attract these other audiences. It's always been something that I feel like whenever Halo has done it, it has they haven't done it well. And mm-hmm. it never has brought those fans over. Like, for instance, Halo 4 coming out with loadouts to make the game more, you know, a appealing for call of duty players no call of duty players who love call of duty came over to halo um and if they did it certainly wasn't because halo all of a sudden has loadouts right like i think the reason why people play halo is because they like halo they don't do it because it's kind of like call of duty you know what i mean like that that's kind of like no, a weird I, understand. Thing. I understand what you mean um I'm a little I definitely do have a little bit of concern in regards to like you know if they are trying to target said audience being um you said Warzone um Apex Legends yeah, and we'll such. We'll say the the big battle royale players right okay. now. Uh I am a little concerned that they would try too hard to emulate it as opposed to evolve it. Right. Yeah. I I <laughs> 
I totally share that concern, man. I totally share that concern. And like, I don't know. I don't know what you would. I don't Do know what you would take it? from those. Like Fortnite is a strange game where they will steal anything and everything they possibly can. Um, right. And sometimes you see Apex Legends like will steal some things too. Like, I think apex legends came out with the revive system and then like a couple like maybe a month later fortnite was like hey look we have a revive system um halo oh wait fortnite never had the revive system oh no that was after apex legends introduced theirs oh interesting Mm Hmm. yeah fortnite has had no problem ripping out ripping off the features that they think are like best from other games i I, it's part of the formula honestly in the new mode from fortnite the one where there's no building mm-hmm. um um they introduced like a a much higher jumping and introduced clamber like the clamber from halo like they brought right. that into fortnite and it's Being like oh okay you got okay. this from halo you look over there and you see the revive stations like okay you got that from apex legends like what did you even come up with on your own and you know the answer is the building of course um, but it's kind of interesting how they how they do that. And and look, all the battle royales, they all kind of steal from each other a little bit. So I'm hoping Right, how long until Fortnite brings in the gulag? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping that would actually be kind of cool. I'm hoping that when they say they're targeting these other games, I hope what that means is that it is a large battle royale and we'll we got a little some details coming up about that uh a a halo battle royale that is familiar to battle royale players i don't want them to like come up with new weapons for battle royale except for maybe the sniper rifle that's actually something i'm torn on because the sniper rifle seems like something that would be super overpowered um in a battle royale when the sniper in halo doesn't have any kind of drop like bullet drop I feel like that that's something that might need to change for a battle royale. If I'm being perfectly honest, if you're gonna oh, if you're gonna have a sniper in the right. game, you you, right. you can't be able to shoot somebody from across the map, um, with no bullet drop like that. That seems super overpowered. So I, I I don't know what they'll do there, but I'm sure they're thinking of the same exact issue. Okay, um, I kind of had a t- thought while you're kind of go ahead. Guess- Thinking that up. Um, remember how Halo 5 had all those weapon variants? Yes. Do you think weapon variants could fit in a Battle Royale? Yeah, for sure. Um, Instead of regular multiplayer? Yeah, so in... I mean, it can fit in a couple different ways, right? They, and, and like we don't know what they're going to do. If they do the traditional battle royale experience where you land on the ground you have no weapons and you have to run and try to find something mm-hmm. i could totally see them having different variants of the guns i could see them having the base of the gun and then you can find attachments for some of them maybe um now it's too many guns to really do all those kinds of attachments for and stuff like that but like right you know as an example maybe you know how the commando has the or actually this is a better example from halo 5 you know how in halo 5 you were able to get like a carbine with like a br scope on it you were able to get obviously the br with the br scope on it like i think it would be totally fine if they had like rifles and then they had rifle scopes and maybe you find a br scope 
maybe you find the um carbine scope or something right the carbine scope or maybe like whatever the the kind of scope is that you pick up like maybe they could do it that way and i think that that would be fine like if they were going to go down the route of having attachments um not all the games do that but you know that's what PUBG did call of duty has attachments for guns do they have attachments for guns what uh in in halo in call of duty uh in the battle royale or are you just talking in general because they have attachments for guns in regular multiplayer they definitely have attachments for guns in regular multiplayer and you can definitely bring in like your main loadout into the battle royale but right. if i'm I running around and they I pick are up a... like preset variants okay yeah I, th- I think you're right so if they have preset variants you could do the same exact thing with halo weapons you know and you could just have some preset variants that you know randomly go throughout the map like that would be fine <laughs> Okay, but one of the core mechanics for Battle Royale, though, is uh, looting and shooting, right? Yeah. How would looting and shooting work in a Halo universe? Well, you would land with nothing. You'd right. go into some... Imagine it with, like, banished structures. You'd go into a banished structure. You're looking for weapons. And maybe the first thing that you come up against it, or, or you find is a plasma pistol. Um, and maybe two frag grenades, you know, and then you're still running around trying to find better loot and then you're able to pick up an assault rifle. And so now you got your plasma pistol, you got your assault rifle. There's some other people who are in the same area as you, you guys are opening fire on each other, whatever you move on, still looking for better weapons. And then, you know, maybe you find a battle, a battle rifle, um, in, in some other building, but then you're going to have limited ammo on it too. Right. So it's like there's like you could definitely do the looting and shooting i I, so i think you're revolving the looting aspect around the idea of how the banished themselves kind of work them being scavengers them being like the the kind of covenant that will like you know they just grab and they kind of like uh break apart and try to you know create their own weapons out of it and all that stuff right i wasn't Um, i wasn't even thinking any of that i was just trying to think of like what structures would even be in the game because in all these other battle royales you have houses and where warehouses and stuff like that like i don't think that we'll see a bunch of houses i mean maybe you wouldn't i don't know where we're dropping if we drop near you know suburbs of new mombasa Right. Maybe we do. So, like, I also don't know where we're dropping. Um, right, right. So all that's kind of up in the air. But, like, just as an example, you could drop into an area where there's some banished uh, things. Oh, you know what's interesting? In the Halo Infinite campaign, you restock your ammo by going to those ammo containers. And it has right. your kinetic energy, plasma energy, whatever the other thing. That right. works great for Battle Royale. But because that's for ammo, though, no? For ammo, yeah, because you don't have to worry about finding assault rifle ammo or battle rifle ammo or commando ammo. It's like, oh, here's kinetic ammo. Okay, I have kinetic guns, so now I can refill my ammo. So Okay, yeah. That actually works great. Right. I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around the idea of, like, I guess, you know how there's chests. You open the chests, a bunch of things come out of yeah. the chest, and you pick up whatever you want from there. Yeah. Like, how would that... How would that work in a Halo Battle Royale? Um, you know how at the... I, I'm so glad like we're putting this together. In the Halo Infinite uh, forward operating bases, mm-hmm. when you choose a gun that you want, there's like kind of like a shelf there's that a opens crate, up. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
So you could do that same exact thing, get rid of like the little terminal where you're picking your gun, and you just mm -hmm. go over to the same thing, it opens it up, and then there's like the gun that's inside of it, maybe. Maybe you could do okay, it that way. So you would find just one gun, you would find, because it's not like you can pick up bandages, it's not like you can pick up like other equipment, would you, would you find sure, equipment, maybe, like loadouts? Like Maybe you could have the gun in there, there's also a health pack, uh, and maybe like a grenade or something like that. So it's not just the gun that's in the case. Okay, and then would the would all that items have their own variants or whatever? Because if I'm correct, they have their own levels, right? They have yeah, the color-coded system? Well, Fortnite has that, right? Fortnite has the color-coded system where there's different leveled guns. Okay, here's mm -hmm. a purple gun, here's a blue gun. Purple gun is better than the blue gun, and you know because it just does more damage. I don't know if Halo would do that. I wouldn't think that they would call of duty doesn't right like call of duty does it as well it's a little bit more subtle like the bullets are stronger like yeah the gun is stronger the gun has more attachments or the gun will have like uh like a, like a different kind of variance to it that does make it shoot at a farther range or a closer range and okay so, so, so that makes sense because coded. it's yeah that makes sense because it's weapon attachments but right it's not like the same so in Fortnite, like it's literally here's an assault rifle, it's blue. Here's the exact same assault rifle, it's purple. Purple beats the blue one. Call of Duty, okay. it's like the gun's getting better because of the attachments that it has on it. So I guess I look at that as like being a little bit different. But now we're in kind of like into the the weeds here on, uh, you know, weapons and. I, I would not mind a Halo gun being more powerful because it has like a better scope, so it has more accuracy or or something along those lines. I I don't know if I love the color coding. Like, okay, this weapon's stronger because it's highlighted in purple versus highlighted in blue. I don't know if that really works for Halo, but honestly, I have no idea what they're gonna do. So any of this stuff could be happening. And yeah, all the stuff that right. I described, like all the questions that you have. Like I, I have no actual idea, but I'm just thinking of ways to like make those things kind of work. I'm just trying to. Yeah, well, I mean, I, ideally, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how they could make it work. Yeah. Right. Because like, Halo hasn't really done loot and shoot at all. Right? No. No. Um, they've had, uh, they've had things like the rec pack system. They have variants like weapons with different variants on them. Yeah. In Halo Five, right? Um, but like. Would the card system therefore come back, you know, um, in some way, shape, or maybe, maybe instead of finding the weapons themselves, you find the cards for your loadout or something, and you can get a loadout or something. I don't know how. I don't know how they would make it work. Yeah, I would hate but that I'm idea, just, but that I'm is, just trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, that is something that they, I mean, they could just have the weapons on the ground like you do in a multiplayer match. Right. I do feel like there is this, uh, and and part of the part of the like. The appeal to the battle royale is opening a chest and being surprised as to what you can find, as opposed to just seeing what you're gonna find. Um, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know if that's 100 percent true. I'm just. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know just... if that's really the case. Like they definitely have that in Fortnite, where, and they have it in Call of Duty, but they had it in Battlefield. The case has always been what's in the chest is mm -hmm. usually just better loot than what you find on the ground. But you could go through a whole game without ever opening a chest and you'd be fine as long as you, you know, find weapons on the ground. 
Um, you could it, also choose to not open that crate and let that bother you for the rest of the match either, as well, right? Like, for all you know, that could have been, like, an orange gun in there, but you chose not to open it. Yeah, like, there's no real good reason to not open it, um, other than the sound that it makes for somebody who might be nearby. But, yeah, I mean, Halo could have... I mean, they could have the, the drop pods... Um, like they have in big team battle kind of fly down in certain areas and say like, Oh, Hey, there's one of those in the ground. Okay. Maybe there's a better weapon there. Um, or oh, that's a good idea. They could just come so up with their being looting from crates. It's literally just, I don't know, like at random, a, like a weapon could just drop down kind of like that big team battle. Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of wild, but yeah, I mean, they could totally do that. I feel like that um, would be a little bit more fitting though. I'm sure. I'm sure like having a chest is something that they'd be able to kind of like okay yeah let's just put it in a crate or let's just put it in a chest or let's put it in a drop um right put it in a drop like put it all in a drop as opposed to you finding it it comes well not come not comes to you but like it'll come down to on the map or something, or something like that yeah, yeah exactly they could do something like that kind of like similar to that of you know how call of duty's battle royale has the crate like the loadout crate that drops down yes um it could be something like that where you have like okay well there's this there's this indicator there that's telling you okay there's a weapon here or there's a set of weapons here mm -hmm. right and that could be a way for uh for there to be more player engagement during the battle royale sure. like, oh, okay well there's better there's better weapons here everybody sees it on their map let's go there or let's not go there correct yeah like all the battle royales have different ways of getting people to converge in on single locations this helps the flow of the game it helps players get eliminated faster it it it, it helps in in many different ways and every battle royale has had some kind of version of it all the way back to PUBG. so i'm sure halo would have some kind of you know what they'd probably have man they'd probably be like pelican drop incoming you know a pelican right. would fly over they throw something out the back and it's like a bunch of teams are nearby trying to fight over what the pelican's about to drop like i could totally see that pelicans maybe even phantoms like just imagine you have a map that has like an anti-aircraft gun or something and like a phantom's flying by and like it just blows up that that the the phantom that'd be pretty and dope. like some of the loadout or what like whatever uh, whatever kind of assets are in there <laughs> kind of just like falling spill to the floor out all over the ground yeah, yeah that'd be exactly wild. That'd be that could be cool. really cool it's it's one way of getting i guess weapons across the map or getting weapons to, to randomly kind of scatter yeah right yeah that's, um, that's interesting um yeah, I mean, there's infinite amount of things that they can do for this battle royale. I'm, I'm sure we'll have ODST drop pods. I don't know if we'll be an ODST or if we will be a Spartan. There's a part of me that's kind of hoping like we do drop in as an ODST and then we get shield upgrades and we have health and stuff like that. Right. I uh, yeah. I'm. I mean, I've said it several times. Like hands down, ODST. If you're doing battle royale, ODST is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, they might do the Spartan thing, so that way your multiplayer Spartan from Halo Infinite, like, you can wear the cosmetics that you've already unlocked. That's right. the only reason that I could see why they would use Spartans over ODSTs is because, like, that's where all your skins are already unlocked and stuff like that, and you wouldn't want to block what people have unlocked in Halo Infinite from what they'll be able to use in the Battle Royale. I think that that would be... I Because now you're asking people to pay what two different battle pass systems i i don't think that's gonna fly for people at all is that not okay uh is that not a thing that call of duty is doing right now 
Does, does Warzone have its own battle pass system? Battle, yeah, Warzone it... has the battle pass, but the Call of Duty multiplayer does not have a battle pass. Oh, I thought it did. No, it's just it's just the multiplayer. You just unlock what you unlock. Oh, okay. Now, if you, like like progression through the battle pass, let me double check here, but I don't believe that progression through the battle pass is tied to the regular multiplayer it could be shared i mean i'm pretty it could be a shared battle pass where it's like okay you can do it in both like multiplayer and battle royale if you'd like or battle royale it's up to you kind of thing all right call of duty.com the battle pass yeah so they only have a battle pass for call of duty warzone it looks like okay all right um, and then another major game mechanic in Fortnite was the building. So is that something that we can see in Halo Infinite's Battle Royale? Building? No. No building? No, I don't think so. Not at all? Uh, not in the way that Fortnite does it, I don't think. You don't think a forge could help? Well, okay. So this is the next thing that I do want to talk about here. <laughs> Not building in the sense of like when you're running around in Fortnite, you can build walls and ramps like instantly. Right. Okay. But the second part of this paragraph here that I want to dive into, your your segues are just on point tonight. Um, the sentence says it'll also somehow utilize Halo Infinite's upcoming Forge mode and release during multiplayer uh, season. It says two or three, but again, it's gonna be later. This is probably coming out in the fall. At the earliest, I would think it's coming out in the fall. Well, maybe the earliest would be like August, but I think earliest is going to be the fall. Um, it says that they're going to utilize Halo Infinite's upcoming Forge mode. So this sort of begs the question, what um, what does that mean? How would they utilize Halo Infinite's Forge mode for this Battle Royale? Um, we're going to come back around to this idea because we're going to come up with some like creative ideas for it. Um, okay. But I do want to hear the one thing that you had sort of just brought up right now, like with the building. What, what, where were you going with that? I, with that idea. Okay. So um, I don't know if you remember way back when, when they were kind of just uh, kind of just giving you a very light demonstration of what forge was capable of in halo three. Mm-hmm. They had, they had fun play testing this idea um of one person being a spartan and the another and your other player being the forge monitor and essentially they do an all-out like i guess like team deathmatch or something okay and if the if the, let's say um let's say let's say the other team brings out a tank well your spartan kind of needs a spartan laser gun or something to help take it down quickly right uh hey forge monitor can you give me a, a spartan laser gun but i kind of need protection can you drop down a bubble shield or something so then i can get the, the, the spartan laser gun right or something right like that, right you know so I feel like I, I was wondering if that was some kind of direction that they could go in when it comes to Forge um, and implementing Forge into uh, the Battle Royale in some way, shape, or form. Maybe the Forge monitor has something to do with it. Dude, that sounds really interesting. Imagine a game mode, a Battle Royale, where you go in and it's kind of like duos, and there's you, and then you have a buddy who's a Forge monitor following you around, kind of... You know, I don't know what the items would be based on, but kind of giving you items for different scenarios coming up. And, and... now, 
So you obviously wouldn't the, be able to just drop everybody a tank and a sniper rifle, but like you know, they might have some kind maybe of maybe that's where on the it. loots come in. Maybe you can get a chip or something that can help your forge. Yeah, monitor, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the Spartan finds like a battle rifle chip, and now the monitor can spawn battle rifles. Battle whatever. rifles or like a scorpion tank or something can spawn in us one scorpion tank. Dude, I like this idea like a lot. Now the other, the only other problem with having a forge monitor would be, well, how are you going to spawn it all in? Remember, you in order to spawn things in on Forge, you have to go up through a whole panel of menus. Yeah, you would need some kind of like basic ass Forge. <laughs> for yeah, he's like super basic, and and like, what is the Forge person going to be doing? They're going to be spending most of their time in the menu or in a menu. Yeah, so maybe that's not how they'll do it. But that well, sounds yeah, like... that is not how they'll do it. But I'm wondering if there's some kind of workaround. That sounds like a neat idea. I don't. That sounds like a really cool idea. I I, I kind of like that idea a lot. We should send that one into three four three. Like, hey, hey, what? We're starting Infinity now. Hey guys, what if you had like a Forge monitor following a Spartan around? Huh? How about that? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Or the AI of your Spartan can like somehow upgrade your weapon in some way, shape, or form. Oh, interesting. It just needs to know how to, and so you got your chips out there that like you know. This is how you can modify your weapon or something. Yeah, who knows? Like, again, we really don't know much, and there's so much that they can do. It has me excited, though, that you're coming up with these different ideas because it's it's helping me see, like, oh, you know, we really have no idea what they're going to do. There really are just, like, a ton of different ideas that they could, you know, go with. Um, all right, we're going to come back to the forge in just a little bit because we're going to talk about some more fun things with that. Okay. The article continues to say, while none of this is official yet, Certain Infinity announced earlier this week that it's working on something for Halo Infinite. Previously, the studio did develop content for Halo the Master Chief Collection. We sort of talked about that a lot last week. Um, okay, here it is. Forbes also claims that this new mode for Halo Infinite will likely deviate from the bog standard battle royale formula. Though, how it'll do so is unclear at this time. So they're going to try and make it different. They're going to try to evolve, if you will. Um, battle Royale, evolve. Yeah, evolve Battle Royale. But in, in what way? You know, nobody really knows. You'd have, to, you'd have to find a way to evolve the formula of Battle Royale in some way, shape, or form. Yes. Now, how does that? How do you make that work? Wait, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. You'd have to find a way because, like, the, there's a formula to battle royale. Yeah. If you want to evolve battle royale, you'd have to find a way to evolve said formula to battle royale. Correct. But the question now begs: How do you do that? Well, if you figure that out, then you you know. <laughs> Make a lot we can of money. Collectively, do that as a community. What are you well, talking about? If I figure it out, just not, I'll put it all on one person. Here well, I mean, you, can, you know, I don't know how big the team is at certain affinity, but there's a couple people who have to try and figure it out. Ours is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't. I don't know what would be different enough. I mean. There's one game that came out with this idea where the the last four people got to leave. Um, and so it was like a battle royale until you got to like the last four people. 
And so, um, you know, I, I guess that's not that much different from like the classic battle royale, um, formula or anything like that. But you know, there's, there's a lot of deviations that some of these battle royale games have had that would be interesting. It's just Halo infinite will likely deviate from the bog standard battle royale formula. What's bog standard? Um, okay. So the way that it works in all these games and the reason why they call it a bog is because that's what it was called in, in player unknown battlegrounds. Basically, the the dwindling circle. Um, I think I think what this writer is trying to say, and and Kyle Campbell, who wrote this article, maybe could have been a little bit more specific here. Um, I think what he's referring to is okay. In all of these games, you spawn in, you find loot, you take it, you try to kill somebody while a storm is enclosing around or a bog is enclosing around. So, I think what he's probably just saying is like. Hey, here's kind of like, here's a way to sort of describe what happens in every single battle royale. And like, I'm sure Halo will have a shrinking circle, but calling it the bog standard battle royale formula, I guess what he's saying is like, they're going to try and do something different than like the standard battle royale of what we normally see. Again, I don't know what that exactly means because I like, oh my God, I kind of just came up with an idea first. Yeah, shoot for it. Let's hear it. Do you remember uh, a little bit of the plot of uh, Halo 4 was uh, being composed? Yes. Just imagine if the circle was the uh, was was the composer. Or oh, whatever, that's cool. And you're you're trying to escape yourself, like you're trying to escape from getting composed. That's really neat. I like that. I think All the right, flood like, is like another obvious one too, right? That'd be cool if there were different circles. You know, if you could like kind of spawn in, go down on different maps and depending on what map you dropped in on, there's like a, a different thing kind of forcing you into the middle, whether you're getting composed or whether you're getting attacked by the flood. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Just all, all of us in the grave mind, just pulling out like tentacles and just like trying yeah. to whack you or whatever. Or who knows, dude, maybe they'll just have that stupid circle that they have from attrition and not that it's a stupid circle, but it's just not exciting. It's just a circle that kills you, you know? Yeah. Or, or it could be like, uh, like maybe like a banished, like, um, shrapnel like barrage or something yeah because like in halo wars 2 they have some pretty cool like uh electrical attacks and such that could like devastate areas so like just imagine maybe like that is like you're trying to escape that or something interesting yeah yeah i mean again the the possibilities here are are sort of endless infinite they're infinite yes the possibilities are infinite even though this is we did it! We got there! We- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, let's see here. Uh, the article goes on to say, Nothing is concrete until either 343 Industries or Certain Infinity makes an announcement, but it's not hard to believe it, uh, any of this. Battle Royale jo- or battle royale games are still ridiculously popular, and if Halo Infinite's player count keeps dwindling, a last fighter standing mode might just be what the doctor ordered. So... Um, look, my stance for anybody who hasn't heard it before... I think that a battle royale is not a hundred percent necessary for Halo, but I think that if your goal is to bring in new players and more players, for sure a battle royale is is uh, going to help you do that a hundred percent. And you know, with this the TV show going after a broader audience. It, it seems like they are 
very focused right now on bringing as many people to Halo as they possibly can. Doing a Battle Royale kind of just makes sense. I wonder if they were really against the idea at first until Bonnie Ross was like, hey, no, we're going to do some shit here. We're going to, we're going to find, we're going to expand Halo out. We're going to bring in a whole bunch of new people. We're going to get the TV show going. We're going to get a Battle Royale going. Like, I, I wonder if this was like part of like this plan of like, how do we bring the most amount of people we possibly can into Halo? Mm-hmm. I'm curious myself. Um. Okay. So now uh, we have a little bit. Some uh, there were some more leaks that had come out after the initial guy uh, had talked about them working on the battle royale. Um, so here's here's what we got. According to recent leaks by Infinite Leaks, a prominent Halo Infinite leaker, the battle royale mode would feature lobbies of 60 and 100 players. Oh, man. Now, that shocked me because getting a lobby of 24 people in Big Team Battle seems like a struggle. So getting 100 sort of blows my mind. But I thought about the exact same thing with Call of Duty. When Call of Duty said that they're like uh, – announced 100 players in a lobby i was shocked by that i was like i cannot believe 100 players how do they all connect to the same thing you know uh, mm-hmm. well that's a dedicated server for you um you know i i i i was shocked by that so i i expect that they would uh also be able to pull off 100 players even if at first i think that's kind of crazy so uh the lobbies would split into two game modes leading to these configurations battle royale team game teams game mode okay a lobby with 100 players squads 25 teams of four last team standing wins another lobby of 60 players teams of three 30 teams of three last team standing wins and then battle royale free-for-all game mode so free-for-all lobby with 100 players Free for all lobby with sixty players, so it's like four different options here, four different options, and it breaks down between if you're going to have a team or if you're going in solo. Right. If you're going in solo, you can either jump into a hundred player lobby, or if you don't want so much action right in the very beginning, you do the sixty player lobby. It's probably a little bit more casual. It might be a little bit more intense, but you would probably have a better chance in a sixty player lobby. Um, if you're like newer to battle royales, I would imagine gives you some time to get your loot and you're not running into as many people. So if you are a duo and you want to play in trios, is that possible or no? Great question. So I don't know. I do know that in Fortnite and in call of duty and in, in apex legends, you can go in with as many people as you want and they will fill out the rest of your team and apex legends. You can only, well, I don't know how it is anymore, but at first you could only go in with teams of three. So if you only had two people, you'd basically get ra- you'd get matched with a random person who's solo queuing. Okay. I um, think I was following. Yeah. So let's say mystery, you and I are going to play some battle royale. Mm-hmm. The first thing we decide is, do we want to go into squads where it's teams of four, or do we want to go into where there's going to be teams of three. And then based on that, we would, uh, excuse me. Right. Based on that, we would either go into the hundred player lobby or the 60 player lobby. 
Right, but I guess they wouldn't be able to modify it in a way where it's like, okay, well, if you have two teams of three, which is six players, and three teams of two, which is also six players. Say that, that one more work. time. Well, if you have if you have two teams of three, which is six players altogether, and yeah. then also three teams of two, which is still also six players, that yeah. wouldn't be a thing that can be mixed in? No, it doesn't look like it. It looks like it just says there's squads, and then there's teams of threes teams of three i would imagine that a duos would eventually come down the line okay maybe this is just starting at first because duos like what how could you not have 50 teams of two you know what i mean like that seems Mm -hmm. like an obvious thing it seems like you should have a a solo queue for somebody going in by themselves you should have duos you should have trios and you should have squads which would be four I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Then you can get crazy like Fortnite and have 50 versus 50, bro. That'd be wild. Oh, they've done that before? 50 versus 50? Oh, yeah. It's actually really cool. Ravel's saying in chat, I want four teams of 20. Yeah, I mean, maybe an event, right? Oh, man. Yeah, just imagine an event. Four teams of 20 on this massive battlefield. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh man, that would be insane. It would have to be massive. Yeah. What yeah. would the what would the objective be though? Survive. Just, oh yeah, <laughs> well I mean sorry. I guess I was thinking in ter- not in terms of battle royale. I was thinking in terms of I guess like a a massive big team battle kind of thing. Can you imagine like, an, an oddball game with four teams of 20? <laughs> It'd just be nuts. Can I was you... thinking that or like a territories <laughs> game or something. Well, so okay, so this is we're going to get into this in a second with Forge because I I think this is maybe what Halo is going to do differently when they're saying that they're going in a different direction. Um okay. All right, I'm going to finish out this this thing right here, this other article that's talking about the different size lobbies. Um, it says, if these leaks end up being true, the Battle Royale mode could offer decent gameplay variety uh, from the get-go. Most Battle Royales, when they launch, like there's, okay, solos and maybe there's squads. And then it takes a while for other things to come up. Apex Legends for the longest time was just trios. Like you couldn't do anything else. So that's what they mean. Like there's a a bunch of different ways to do this if you want. Uh, This gameplay variety could be possible on day one since other rumors hinted that 3 for 3 Industries developed this game mode for over two years. All right. Gamingintel.com. You guys got to work on your fucking shit because it's not 3 for 3 developing this. This is Certain Affinity developing this. Says also other rumors further confirm the amount of flexibility this mode could deliver. Another leak revealed a vast amount of customization settings for a battle royale mode in Halo Infinite. Let's check out that. Because this is kind of neat. Let's see the picture. Where do they show the picture here? (laughs) Sorry. Um, Are you actually showing a picture on the podcast? No, I am trying to find... There's a picture that I had seen earlier that showed different s- settings, but I don't see that here. I'm not sure. Rabble's like, plot twist. It's just one giant game of Mongoose Getaway. <laughs> 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 Where you got the one guy in the sniper, and he's just sniping all of these monkeys. <laughs> a massive map. <laughs> keep, keep talking for a second here, because I'm trying to find this image, and I... I I don't know what happened to it. I just had it a minute ago. 
Just, yeah, like, just imagine, oh my god, Mongoose getaway, you got the one person that is a sniper, or you can have maybe two snipers, I suppose, but, like, I guess it would have to be some kind of massive circle in some way, shape, or form, otherwise you can get really far away, I suppose, but how many, at max, how many people would you want on there? A hundred. Just, just sniping, just have, oh, oh yeah, just have, like, 100. 99 geese, <laughs> like, just a gaggle of geese, like, 99 of them just go away. <laughs> Oh man! Four snipers spread out across a very long track. Oh my god! Okay, right, but then like, where would the first sniper end up going after that? Once he's now, like, once they've gone past his section, where would they go? Or does he just sit there and wait? Track All right. starts four monkeys wide and then narrows down. Oh my god! <laughs> it just comes to a point. <laughs> So, okay, so, okay, there's a settings menu leak, okay? And we're going to go through a bunch of the different settings. I actually like this article from Gaming Intel. They they get into each thing one by one, so this is actually kind of cool. Okay, all right, uh, this article is by Maxwell Jeffrey. So these are, okay, so there's a settings menu. Somebody screenshot it, somebody took a picture of it, whatever, got it onto the internet. So this is some of the stuff that they're working with right now in their settings, okay? This is actually really exciting, I think. Um, Halo Infinite is in a rough state. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we don't need the context. Okay, here we go. Tatanka game mode settings, Halo Infinite. Among the battle, among the battle royale mode settings, we can see users have the ability to quote respawn in drop pod, suggesting that we'll be entering the game in ODST esque pods like those shown in the season one cinematic. What's okay. more, it seems that respawn tokens, like those present in attrition mode, will allow players to drop back into the fight after dying. Each team will likely have a limited number of these tokens. So they're using like a token pool or whatever, like a little lives pool like they do with attrition. Um, does that something Apex does or no? Um, the way that Apex does it is... If somebody dies, you have a certain amount of time to pick up their card, game card, I guess. I don't know what they call it in it. Oh, okay. And you have to take that to, like, a respawn center. And oh. then you have to hold down a button. It, it, it takes, like, maybe 10 seconds. And while it's happening, there's, like, um, there's signs that you're doing what you're doing, basically. Like, I forget if it gets loud and it makes noises or what it does. And then what happens is like there's a really loud noise and then you can see the person drop back in from the air because they respawn. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay, so they're allowing... So they're, So what I'm getting out of this is they're allowing a little bit of a, a, a death pool, if you will. Um, your your team shares said death pool uh, via this, these tokens. Uh, tokens being your AI tokens. Um, well, I don't know if the tokens revive. are... I don't know if the tokens are AI. I don't know what this means by respawn tokens like in attrition. Do you know what that means? Well, remember in attrition you could remember when you play it uh, and you're in you're on your like last life or whatever and your teammate dies, you can still pick them up. That's what I kind of imagine that little bubble with the the, the AI the AI shape in it. Yeah. I figured that's what the token is. Hmm, I'm reading into here now. 
Okay, this is back in... Okay, this is back during the Cyber Showdown. They say Halo Infinite's newest game mode, Attrition, contains lots of the groundwork for Battle Royale mode. It's becoming increasingly likely we may get a Battle Royale in the future, blah, 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 blah. I'm looking for specific tokens. I don't know what that guy meant by there being Attrition tokens. Why is that not in here? They linked to an article. Whatever. Okay. Regardless. Being able to respawn people obviously is a thing. So mm -hmm. maybe you're right. Maybe it's like there's a limited number of lives that you have. Or it might be something that you find on the ground. Right? Maybe as you're looting, you find respawn tokens. And then your team kind of carries them. So if somebody dies, then they can get respawn. It could be something like that, too. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Um, it says, what's more... Players seem to be able to execute downed enemies, which could otherwise be revived by allies. Both of these settings do appear to be able to be removed in custom games, however. Execute downed enemies. Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean like an assassination or something? Yeah, like an assassination. So Apex Legends, Call of Duty. I don't think Fortnite has it, but they have special very short not cinematic but very very short like little things that happen where the person executing the other person will do some kind of i don't know does some kind of something before executing somebody and are we seeing it in first person perspective or are we pulling the camera out to see it i would imagine that the camera comes out so that way somebody can watch and see all their cosmetics on their spartan doing this thing to the to the other person so i think the camera comes out I mean, the camera came out for executions in Halo 5. Uh, executions. Came right. out for assassinations in Halo 5. So it's, it's right. not like we haven't I seen think, this kind of thing I before. I think it's very different, though, in Call of Duty and I want to say Apex because you have a static you have a static camera or whatever, static camera angle um, in the assassination animations for Call of Duty, whereas in Halo 4, Halo 5, and Halo Reach's assassination animation, you were able to kind of turn the camera and still still take a look around kind of thing. Yeah, right? I think that... And that pulls you out of the immersion when you have a static camera angle, and then you have to all of a sudden reacquaint with yourself with where you're looking. Yeah, I agree. I, I wonder how they'll do it. I mean, even if they did this same kind of assassination as like what they had in Halo 5, you'd still be able to see all your cosmetics and stuff like that. Right. So I agree with you. I, I, I think that I would rather be able to kind of move around and see what's happening as opposed to like just a specific angle that they want me to see. Right. In my personal opinion, I've never seen like assassinations. Like I think like Halo's done it the best so far. Allowing you to still look around uh, while you're... It's not a static camera angle. You're allowed to still kind of look around while you're doing the animation. Yeah, I do like that. Um, okay, let me scroll down here. I'm sorry. Um, it looks as though objectives will also be present in Halo Infinite's codename Tatanka mode. Operations will come in one of four varieties. Capture, supply run, destroy, and hoard. With each presumably rewarding a team for completing them. So this sounds like there's a Call of Duty thing called, um, oh, what are they called? I forget exactly what they're called, but they're kind of like jobs. And Oh, the bounties. Yes. So there's the bounties. Okay. Um, and then there's also other ones in Call of Duty where it's, I'm trying to think of what. Contracts. The, contracts. Thank you. Oh my God. You're amazing. 
so with contracts, what you do is you find a uh, you find a contract on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, you interact with it, and then there's another one that pops out, uh, a somewhat short but kind of far distance away that you have to then travel to. You go right. there, you do the same thing with that contract, um, and it, it basically. Maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I think when you get the contract, is it supplies that shows up in different areas? Do you remember? Um, what I remember from Warzone, I remember you used to have there was bounties where you had to eliminate a specific person and yeah. you get extra money and all that stuff. Uh, I also do remember, yeah, there were supply caches with some of them, uh, where it would spawn very specifically for you if you take that contract. It's not like it's not; it would not be showable for anybody else, kind of. Mm-hmm. Thing. Uh, around the map although they can still kind of see you interacting with something they're just assuming that in that situation you're just doing with the, the supply drop or whatever hmm. um but then there's there was a couple of other things that you you could have done um that had to deal with i think this was much later but it had to deal with something about a weapon variant that you take to a particular location and then you can unlock it um okay. for regular use um in multiplayer and such gotcha Okay, so these are definitely Halo's versions of these kind of contract thingies. Capture, mm-hmm. I assume that that is a like bounty, basically. Like, find somebody and kill them. Capture. I'm thinking capture would be like capturing a zone or something, because I know they definitely have that in Call of Duty as well. Okay, maybe it's capture a zone. Uh, yeah. The other thing is supply run. I don't know who you're running the supplies to, but okay. Then there's destroy. Maybe destroy is the bounty one. Um, and then horde. I imagine that this is like, hey, survive for a couple minutes while um, you're getting attacked by, by PV by aliens. By, Covenant, by the Covenant, right? Or the banished? Sorry. Yeah. Whoa. With each presumably rewarding a team for completing them. Um, okay. It says, meanwhile, as the containment zone moves, expect a sudden death mode to eventually trigger when there are only two remaining teams, eventually closing the ring entirely. But isn't the idea of a battle royale already a sudden death at that point? Well, maybe what they mean is like, okay, there's no, like, you can't use any respawn tokens after a certain point. Oh, I see. It's just straight up just you and them. Yeah. I kind of like that. Okay. Like, imagine a game of attrition where it's two teams and there's like no lives available, like, in the life pool. And like, okay, so like, okay, once there's two teams left, all of a sudden that gets triggered. And so like, if you're a team of four and you're going up against another team, you don't have to worry about them having like 10 lives stacked up where you're just fighting them, fighting them, fighting them. And then they keep just coming out of the sky down at you. It's like, nope, this is, this is it. This is the end, sudden death. I I actually really like that. But then that would take away from all the lives that you have earned kind of thing throughout the about the playthrough right yeah but it would just be so i i get it i also get that too right but yeah that's why i don't think that the the tokens like there's just gonna be a bunch of tokens out there where you're gonna have let's say 10 or even three extra lives or something yeah i get i think it's just gonna be a little bit of a lives pool the other issue with that too is like as you're respawning okay so like and here's probably what they're trying to avoid as the circle closes in if you're able to trigger Okay, let's say I have a couple grenades and the circle is getting really, really, really small. I don't know how long the animation is to like fly in or anything like that, but you might be able to trigger a way to have yourself killed so that way 
you can then go through the animation of spawning in while the circle is getting smaller and smaller. In. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then buy yourself some extra time where you have more health and stuff like that. So I, I think that's probably why they would do that. Kind right. Of thing. It's not like they're going to have parachutes or something like they do in Call of Duty and you could just shoot them out of the sky. You're, if you're <laughs> yeah, in a drop... Be ODST drop pods, yeah. Yeah, if you're in a drop pod, you're in a protective shell. Right? <laughs> you can so probably hit somebody really hard when you land, too. Just uh, use, a, use a plasma pistol to EMP that drop pod and it'll just throw it off course god i hope they do that so bad where you can control your odst pod flying down you can hit somebody wouldn't that be amazing oh my god just squish somebody yeah. no that would not yeah <laughs> then there would no longer be a a rated m or a rated t game it would be rated m you just, you just see a squish sound you just see body parts flying everywhere oh that'd be so cool <laughs> um, all right, so the article goes on and says, Reportedly, Forge mode will tie into this new Battle Royale somehow, and it seems that players won't be short of customization options. Perhaps we'll be making our own Battle Royale arena using these leak, these leaked Halo Infinite Forge maps and biomes. Um, oh, that's like another article. Meanwhile, check out... Oh, wait, okay. Um, okay, so I'm looking... I finally found this stupid image that I was trying to find all along. <laughs> Which they buried. You're at just the going down this of rabbit of hole of links to links to articles. To articles. I know, man. It's like, what are we doing here? Respawn in. So this is cool because it's game mode settings. I wonder, like, if you'll be able to do a custom battle royale game mode yourself. Um, use sudden death respawn, or maybe this is like the game mode settings that they're that they are working on. Well, no, because this this looks like a Halo Infinite menu respawn and drop pod true use sudden death true number of teams remaining to trigger sudden death Two. use individual life pools true wow okay so it's just like attrition starting respawn tokens one okay so you would start out with a respawn token maybe i i love how they have game mode settings that you'll be able to change for probably custom games or something right yeah maybe. exactly but yeah Custom Tatanka game mode settings. So I guess Tatanka is the name of the game mode. It's definitely like a battle royale respawn and drop pod. I just wonder what, like, is there going to be one battle royale map that all of this is on? Because they got Tatanka game mode settings, but like, okay, what if I only have like four friends and we want to do a Tatanka game mode? Like, what are we going to drop in a drop pod on live fire? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Bots. <laughs> Bots. Maximum extra respawn tokens, containment zone enabled, containment zone initial round, containment zone final location. Use containment zone final wander. I don't know what that is. Use containment zone final shrink, containment zone quadrant, alternative loot item table. Oh, maybe that's it. An item table. Revive enabled, execute enabled, bleed out enabled save revive and interact progress use zone revive revive time execute time manually check ai bubble state interesting operations enabled capture oper operations enabled supply run operations destroy out operations horde operations ah, that's so freaking cool man i'm excited by this it just sounds like they're doing a bunch of different stuff Okay, so this is the part of the, the podcast where we like to put our thinking helmets on. You ready to do a think tank? A think tank! That's what I'm calling it, dude. We're going to do a think tank. Let's okay. go! So here's our, here's our think tank right now. 
knowing what we know after going through those articles and everything like that, what are some ways to use Halo Infinite's Forge in this battle royale? Now, we already had the idea of, well, how cool would it be if there was a game mode where you could have a Forge AI run around with you and do, I would imagine, a limited number of things to kind of assist you while you're battling to be the final Spartan standing. So every Spartan getting their own AI or, or their own uh, forerunner um, monitor to, to sort of help them along in their progress. That mm-hmm. sounds like a really neat idea. Um, an idea that I had is sort of stolen from Fortnite a little bit. Fortnite, for a while, once they came out with their creative mode, they would take some of the popular maps that people would build, and they would literally drop these like levels that people would build right like and, and make it a drop location for the battle royale mode so when you're dropping down to battle royale there's like one specific section that was blocked off for user created um user created structures user created oh interesting uh you know maps i'm gonna call them maps for for lack of a better word so i would love to see um I would love to see user-created maps used as zones um, or maybe drop zones for a battle royale. So let's say I was really into Forge and I created a a 4v4 map and I called it, um, you know, Lightfoot or something like that. Okay, well, a lot of people really like Lightfoot. Then maybe what happens is that map that i made can now be a location on the battle royale map that people can go to and get loot and fight each other and stuff like that i think that that would be really cool so i would love a battle royale map that has maybe one two three four different zones that are all from community made maps that's interesting you you can have like the idea of like you know how they're trying to rebuild zeta halo and Uh like they're just using they're just taking chunks out and putting new chunks in and yeah. so on and so forth so like you can just have like this canvas and okay well what's the canvas size going to be and what's going to look like this week let's create a map and see what's the most popular totally. one and then put that in there you know yeah yeah i totally think that and it could really fit in with their canon if they want to do it where it's just like oh hey you know you can create your own map because we're rebuilding zeta halo look uh, at what the zeta halo monitor made here <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> this so, is the control room you just created shit. it this is the design you wanted it to look like <laughs> um i think another obvious thing I, I i love this idea that you can like those game mode settings has to mean that there's some kind of way to do custom games um, and so having custom game options for a battle royale, I mean, could you imagine us doing a custom game? Like let's, maybe we had, I don't know, 25 people together for like a, a night, uh, like a community night. And we did a battle royale or like a Tatanka game mode here. And we could change some of the settings for like what we would want. Maybe everybody spawns in with a sword you know, maybe like hopefully there's a lot more like options and stuff like that that we can have in custom games that we can do in this game mode. I, I, I'm really excited about sort of 
taking what people love about Battle Royale, which is like the game mode itself, but then also combining it with the things that make custom games in Halo so much fun. And not specifically like mini games, custom games, but like custom game options. Um, I think that that sounds like a really cool thing to me. In Forge, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll have Forge Battle Royale maps. I don't know. Like, it's kind of interesting to me. I That's a know. huge endeavor, though, for the amount of players that you have to think about putting into a map. You know, in a, in in a Forge environment. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's definitely true. You need a lot of detail. In which case, yeah, and that makes you wonder, like, okay, hold on. So, how much power does Forge have? Are we now messing around with? landscapes and environments am i able to let's say you know you know how in like i don't know if you played the jurassic world evolution games or anything you know how you can make hills and all that stuff is that something you can do in forge now oh i think so how power yeah how powerful is forge is forge that powerful where you can start making your own kinds of um your own kinds of heights your own kinds of vantage points specifically based off of like where you want a hill to be or where you want a dip to be and yeah but can't you do that in halo 5 uh i'm not sure to be honest with you uh i didn't really delve into forge in halo 5 that much i I found there was way too many menus and i found it way too confusing oh yeah me too like i'm out right like there's no way i'm ever going to use forge again to do anything but i i love that people know how to use it and can use it in really cool ways yeah i don't know if landscaping was one of the things that halo 5 forge was capable of doing Oh, no, I can't. You I can't mean, that. okay, so I think that you could do it, but in like a different way. So, what you're saying is, okay, here's here's land, basically a plot of land, uh-huh. and I'm going to raise this area. So, this is going to be a hill. I'm going to shrink this area now. That right. can be a river. Okay. Right. So, I, I think like in Halo 5's version, it's like, okay, here's a chunk of of land and i'm gonna twist it this way and kind of put it through this other one so now it looks like two rocks that are going other directions i think that's how they did it in halo 5 so it's okay okay. it's not what you mean but i mean from the way that they're hyping up the forge i wouldn't be surprised if there's something like that in in the halo infinite forge where you can just like okay here's some land and i'm gonna raise this area over here that's gonna kind of create like a natural mountain around it yeah, but I really like the the idea of it being like, okay, here's a canvas. This is your this is your work zone. Create something. Yeah. And we'll we'll throw it in. Whatever whatever has like the most votes or whatever three four three's favorites are, we'll throw it in there. Yeah, I, that sounds awesome to me. I would love that. Um, yeah. something I'm excited about for this mode. I don't know if they're going to have ranks, but Max Oberman is famous not famous for this, but um. He had a criticism for the for the way that Halo Infinite's multiplayer is matching people together. So Halo Infinite's matchmaking system is the same one that Call of Duty uses and, and a bunch of the other ones. It's called True Skill. And basically what they do is they assign you a rank. They assign... It's like an invisible rank. It's not diamond or anything like that. They assign you a rank... Um, and based on how you do, you go up or down on that. And then they do the same thing for the rest of your team. And basically what they do is they take... It's kind of like Moneyball, but for matchmaking. 
So they, they take like the average of the true skill from all four people on your team. And then they basically match you up with four people, four other people um, who have like a close average true skill rank as well. And what that does is that makes every single game that you get into a competitive one where basically what they want is they want it to be a flip of the coin. Who's going to win this game? You don't exactly know. And while that's, you can kind of understand the thinking behind that. What happens is like, you don't ever have a casual match. You don't ever have a match where you're kind of blowing out the other team. And that's kind of the way that it had worked before in the old school days with Halo 2 and Halo 3. You would play games and there were a bunch of close ones. You'd play some games and you'd completely wipe out the other team. And then you'd play some games and you'd get completely stomped on. Mm -hmm. And Max Oberman said that that was sort of deliberate. He didn't want every single game to be this really close sweaty game. He said it's good that a bunch of them, you know, are close yeah, but like it shouldn't prioritize that every single time. Uh, I think his priority was making sure that the connection was the best, not that the skills were evenly ranked. Um, and so with him leading this battle royale mode, I'm sort of excited at the idea of like, hey, maybe since this is being done by certain affinity, maybe there could be a ranked mode for this battle royale that is like separate from the regular halo infinite multiplayer ranked mode. And, and maybe since he's the one who's doing this, maybe he'll have his say in how the matchmaking works for it. And so you can have games that, you know what, there's going to be some players who you come up against and, you know, you'll be able to stomp on them and some other players might be a lot better, but you'll never feel like every single enemy who you're coming up against is exactly your same skill. And that has me kind of excited if I'm being honest. Yeah. Well, are, do they say that they're going to do ranked and social in regards to a uh, battle Royale? No, is I'm, that a thing? I'm a hundred percent speculating here. Right. Sorry. Uh, what I mean is that uh, in, in, uh, in the other games, um, is is there a ranked battle royale for Call of Duty Warzone and, and Apex, or is it is it all strictly just social? Mm, let me check here. I want to say that there's a ranked mode in Apex. Apex Legends ranked. Mode. Right. So, like, are we going to be going down that rabbit hole of having a ranked and social for Halo? And if so, could your true skill fit in the ranked, and then your social could just be like literally like anybody and everybody? I'm sorry, I was reading... Okay, real quick, because I want you to repeat what you just said because I did miss it because I was distracted while I was reading about this. But Apex Legends does have a ranked mode. Can you repeat what you had said right before I was reading that? Uh, I was wondering if like Halo Infinite's like, Battle Royale could have your true skill like settings the way it is now. Um, and then also have a social mode where it could just be anybody and everybody just playing at like the deliberate... Uh, way that uh, Hoberman had in the past. Yeah, they. I mean, maybe, right? Like, I, I hope that Hoberman does whatever he wants with the matchmaking, and he, like, he doesn't like true skill even for ranked mode. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Right, like he, because the true skill is like it's a separate number that you don't see that's in the background that right. is like okay. linking people up together. So even if you and I are both a a, a, a gold five you might have a higher or lower true skill rank than I do, even though we both have the same gold five. We're not actually the same true skill rank 
that's being determined by a bunch of other things. Yeah, it's interesting that they uh, they hide that for sure. Yeah, true it is. Skill. It is your true skill. Yeah. How are you? Who are you to dictate what my true skill is, <laughs> sir? Like, um, what if I want to goof around in my ranked, you know, in my ranked games? Not know? allowed. Not allowed. You dictating that my true skill is sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> um let me see here so call of duty do they have a ranked mode in warzone it doesn't look like it <clears throat> okay ranked play is coming raven software devs confirm fans have been asking and warzone devs are delivering ranked is in the works really okay so call of duty is bringing a ranked mode I would hope that Halo would bring a ranked mode for Battle Royale. I think that that would be cool. Okay. I'd be all over it. I would be Mr. all... Mr. Competitive over there. <laughs> I would I would be all over it, man. I really would be. If Halo gets a Battle Royale mode, I might actually just stop playing all other games altogether. Not a ranked Whoa. mode. If they, get a, if they get this Battle Royale. I, I mean, honest to God, I love... I love Battle Royales. I really, really love the 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 gameplay and the intensity at the end and how crazy things got uh, it, there's just so much fun with a hundred people all a hundred person free for all and, and one life it's so exciting the, the, i know a lot of people are down on the mode uh who are halo fans but there's so much that that mode really has to offer and i'm hoping that it being inside the halo universe kind of opens it up to some people who otherwise would be closed off to a battle royale um because there are some really awesome moments that happen in Battle Royale that you just don't get in any other kind of games by by nature of the game mode itself. And so I will play it a lot. If it's good, right? If it's if I it's, think that's the caveat, right? It's yeah. uh, it's like it has to be appealing to you. Yeah. Otherwise, if, if it's just good. a battle royale mode that's not appealing to you, everything you said just doesn't exactly mean anything. Yeah, if, if it's Battle Royale and they do some like kind of like weird wonky shit, like, uh, you know, I don't know. Battle Royale, except tanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I don't know how... I From what I'm reading, I, I like some of these ideas a lot. So that has me excited, but, you know, um, Certain Affinity has never made... A game before they have never made a battle royale before so i don't know right we had halo um we had three for three industries make a live service game they've never made a live service game before and there have been a lot of hiccups and obstacles and issues right certain affinities first think, time you know i think that's going to be the important thing right it's just that we're it's going to be a thing that we're just going to have to keep evolving and 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 kind of eventually kind of settling in kind of thing yeah um like they got to figure it out themselves but also also like um we need to we need to we kind of need to grow with it you know yeah and so um in that same way i don't know if certain affinities battle royale is going to be completely polished well oiled and, and working well there Not might be some growing that. pains too yeah yeah Hopefully it's nothing too game breaking, but I'm sure it'll be right. Something. And hopefully, if it's some major issues, they could be addressed fairly quickly. Yeah, I'm hoping the issues are all like 
this gun is too powerful or there's not enough health or there's not enough shields or something like that. Not something like, oh, the way that this functions is completely trashed. Um, mm. I'm hoping that like the changes that they need to make are more of like a settings and weapon damaging and stuff like that. Like, like take the sniper rifle. Like This sniper rifle is doing one digit too much damage. Okay, let's take that one digit out exactly exactly i i hope it's something more like that so mm. well all right i think that's enough for that is there anything else about a battle royale for halo that's confirmed but not exactly confirmed is there anything else any other ideas that you have or anything else that you want to talk about before we move on to listener questions um not battle royale related or anything related there's uh i guess there was a couple of things that came to my attention in the time that we uh we uh, I guess when I said I don't have anything for this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, go for it. What do uh, you got? Well, there's a one thing for sure. Uh, MCC has brought out a flood firefight to Halo 3 ODST. Oh, we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, you're we right. We have not talked about that yet, and I did give it a shot. Pun intended. Ooh, what, do you, uh, what, do you, what do you think? It's, it's a very different experience, actually. Like, genuinely, it feels very different. Um, now this this it didn't just come with flood. It came with like uh, I think bug hunt as another one of the options, like as a game type, uh, where it's like strictly only drones and you have to go for like one set what? and see how long you last. Um, there is one cool. version where uh, you got the grunt apocalypse, which is which is which is great for Halo Three ODST. Oh, of course. I bet that's so much fun. Um, I think there was one where it was you get your I forget what it's called. It's it's, it's Robo Apocalypse or something like that, where it's Sentinels. Except you're invisible, or you have some kind of invisibility, and you got a plasma pistol or something like that. Whoa! Yeah, so like they've been, they I guess they have been experimenting with different kinds of firefight modes. Well, that's and cool. I think it's kind of neat. But the thing, the, the the biggest, the biggest attraction here is flood being brought. Like the flood assets from Halo Three are being brought over to Halo Three ODST's firefight. Yeah, and it is if the firefight all of a sudden feels a very different when you have just flood how does it feel um, well think of it this way you have the covenant which when you're fighting the covenant they they'll kind of wait around for you to come to them kind of thing oh, okay. the flood come to you okay right uh, and they will overwhelm you um not just that they have definitely added like um fog effects or like that 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 eerie yes. fogginess that the flood's there awesome and the grave mind seems to be talking Whoa. and saying things as well, which is interesting. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, you also do have in, I think in the flood firefight mode, we've come across like uh, sentinels in certain levels. Um, they'll come in like as your, uh, as your, like your final wave kind of a uh, big boss battle kind of thing. Okay. Um, and they had all sorts of the, all sorts of the different, uh, Halo three variants of the flood too. Like you had like the juggernaut flood, you had like the, the one that crawls on the wall and like shoots you. Yeah. Um, so like they're all there as well. Um, and honestly, like even playing on some of the other maps, the larger maps where you can have vehicle play, it was, it was still mindless fun. Um, well, that's cool. which is really great. It's, um, it's, uh, it, it was, it was, it definitely felt very different, but it was, it, it, it was fun. It was fun for, I enjoyed it at least. I think it's uh, something that's worth looking into, uh, for any of those zombie fans out there, um, or anybody that's a flood fan. Um, it, it's very different because also, also 
you're playing as an ODST. Right, so you're a little bit weaker. and yeah, You're a little weaker. You're much more vulnerable. And that's what makes it a little bit more crazy. You know? You have to be much more careful. <laughs> that actually is... That, that sounds kind of intense. They've also brought in the Battle Rifle, because the Battle Rifle was never in Halo 3 ODST. Correct. Um, they've brought that in. Interesting. Um, I think I've seen the sword, if I'm correct. Um, they've also set it up in a way where when you start off Flood Firefight, um, on some of the maps, you can start off with two AI companions. Um, I think on the like the, the crater map, it's two AI elites. And then in, like on the, the zoo map, there's like two AI marines. Oh, interesting. In. Um, another neat little addition, if the Flood kill you, they will infect your body too. Whoa! What? I know. There's a little. It was a little neat. And there was a little neat. It's so. It's so minute. It's so small of a detail. But it'll see. You'll see the flood spore go in, and you'll start transforming into a flood. Whoa! Uh, you, or your character will. Yeah, yeah. Your your character model will start turn, transforming into a flood, um, and then you respawn back in, of course, as per as 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 an OZST again. But um, you still kind of there's that brief like couple seconds where you can see your uh, your body getting infected oh my god that's crazy it's kind of cool right like this is it, just the subtle just the subtle detail which is really really cool that sounds really neat yeah so um if anybody hasn't had the chance yet i mean i think it's worth checking out i genuinely think it's worth checking out and it's a very different experience and i think it's fun sorry <laughs> i thought yeah i thought you were sitting there you're just like okay i'm gonna do it now <laughs> no i hit my elbow on the table i didn't mean to do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right now. <laughs> this is it. We're good. Okay. It's all you, mystery. You convinced me, mystery. We're good. <laughs> Halo 3 ODST Firefly. Right now. Right now. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted. Well, I mean, I, I was I was going to ask you, like, what would like, what do you think of that? The the whole idea of okay, well, they brought in flood firefight as a thing, um, in Halo 3 ODST, and that was never really. Like, it was never really designed for it to be a thing. Right. Um, I was going to ask, like, you know, like, would you like to see things like, I don't know, maybe in Halo Reach, you bring in Forerunner Firefight or something, you know? No. Um, like, how far, like, how, like, what would be a welcome addition or welcome, like, um, asset to bring to another game um, to, 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 uh, to bring to life? Look, I already don't like Firefight. Right. So it's hard for me to think of like, hey, what do you want to see in Firefight? Because to me, it's like, I don't care. So I feel like my opinion almost shouldn't even be shared as somebody who doesn't like the game mode. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. I think the Flood is sort of like the thing. Um, right. In Gears of War, they called it Horde Mode. Horde Mode. And it was all these, you know, the enemies coming to attack you. Call of Duty, of course, had zombies. There's something very fitting and something that seems very natural to me for Halo to have the flood. Yeah, some kind of infection going on. Exactly. Changing people. <laughs> I feel like you. that's kind of it for me. The grunt apocalypse sounds like so much fun. I actually feel like that would be something that I would entertain. It's actually di it's also difficult too. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Oh man, it's just just it's grunt after grunt after grunt, but like some of them will have fuel rod cannons, others will not, and they'll, they'll throw all these grenades at you, and it's pretty yeah, it's pretty insane. So that that actually sounds really cool to me. Um, 
I don't think that I would have been able to come up with any kind of ideas that are as good as as what they did. So, um, I personally look. I already thought. I already don't like firefight, but I can't imagine that fighting the Prometheans would be fun. Right? Yeah, they would be. They would be bullet sponges. But I was kind of using that as an example. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's like the next logical thing is like, okay, let's do firefight. And let's have like all the enemies from previous games. Um, now I I really can't think of another thing that would be fun to do. Um, maybe if you did, I don't know how you would do this, but maybe like um, <clears throat> like a vehicle firefight where you and the enemies are all in vehicles, right? And so it's like you and your buddy and Goss Hogs and you're fighting off a bunch of ghosts. Maybe the first round is ghosts or something like that. And there's ghosts Ooh. and then wraiths or something like that. So Oh, that's an interesting idea. You're constantly in vehicles the whole time and you're not really like allowed out of them. To me, that seems like something that could be fun. I'm literally thinking about coagulation and I'm just imagining driving around in a warthog and then the other pair of people, like if there's a squad of us who are playing... Like, so two of us in one Gauss Warthog, two of us in the other Gauss Hog. And we're just, like, trying to outrun Covenant vehicles, and we're shooting them out of the air and shooting them, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a clever idea. I like to say. Because you're boxed in, right? Like, yeah, exactly. There's you're, no form of escape. Exactly. So I'm going to go off on that since that seemed like an idea that you liked. So I don't think I'm going <laughs> to be able to – I don't think I'm going to be able to come up with another one. That's just the wraith is the wraiths are just slowly just trying to get to you and yeah like you're trying you're you're trying it's like a cat and mass a cat and mouse game that's where exactly you're just what came to, to my like, mind yeah it's <laughs> exactly what came to my mind I was thinking about all those like wraiths coming after you when you're in a ghost I'm like oh that'd be that's kind of like a cool firefight <laughs> yeah that would be that would be that would be really interesting actually that'd be really interesting <laughs> I like that idea me um, too thank you. And something else that had come up come to my attention. Now I don't know if you've actually heard of this. I've never heard of it, or nor, nor have I seen it. But apparently, around the world, um, in uh, in partnership with Paramount, they've had um, Master Chief holograms pop up. What? Really? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. So you've you the locations have uh, have seen like this massive hologram of Master Chief pop up. Whoa. Including in areas like Australia, like Sydney Harbor in Australia, um, Sao Paulo in Brazil, uh, Mexico City, and even Toronto, uh, how, apparently. How big are these things? I don't know. They look pretty massive. Like, pretty massive. All right. We'll post a uh, – can we post an image of that in the uh, Discord link dump? Yeah. I'm going to do that right now. <clears throat> right, so go check that out on our Discord for any Speaking of the podcast of... listeners. Would you uh, would you care to care explain, to explain what's going on here? Explain what happened. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking at our Discord and I thought to myself, "This is working just fine. How can I make everybody um, feel uncomfortable and go into a fit of chaos of like what the hell is happening here?" I hired somebody to come into our Discord and modify it, upgrade it, update it. And just like Master Chief freaked out when he first got Cortana in the Halo TV. Ooh, that's a spoiler. Sorry. Um, not exactly a spoiler, but I'm sorry. I forgot that you haven't gotten into the show. Um, that's fine. I kind of figured that would happen anyways. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like that, as in, like he would. I mean, come on, you have you have your brain, and then you have another person talking to you. Right. It's. It, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's not like you know. I'd be surprised if they didn't approach that as a thing. It's not a bad spoiler. It's not like you know a major plot point or anything like that. But in the same way that he was like, "Hey, what's this? Uh, you know, what's going on here?" Um, our community has gone like, hey, what the hell is going on here in this Discord? We have a brand new, well-polished, well-designed Discord that is the most professional-looking Discord that I've ever seen. A little intimidating. I think we're going to try and make it a little bit easier to look at. But um, it is making our mods and our admins' lives much easier. Um with some like great behind the scenes things that are going on. And then for anybody who's a visitor to our Discord or who's new to it or anything like that, we have rules that you can check out, show you kind of how to interact with the community. We also have self-assigned roles. So if you come into the Discord and you are from uh, the podcast and you're a podcast listener, you will be able to click a button and then you will get all notifications that have everything to do with the podcast and nothing else. If you are, you know, if you find the Discord through my stream or through my TikTok or something like that, you'll have the ability to just turn on notifications for when I go live or something that just has to do with Daddy Tracks and doesn't have to do with the podcast. <clears throat> on top of that, we are soon going to have um, different channels for more games. And so let's say you're a fan of Fortnite. We'll have a Fortnite channel. There will be a Fortnite role that you can self-assign. And then all the people with the Fortnite role can basically notify each other whenever somebody's going on. So if you're trying to find other players to play with and you come to our Discord and you're like, look, I want somebody to play Halo with. I want somebody to play Fortnite with or some other game, we're going to make it so easy for people to be able to get in touch with each other through our Discord in order to play with each other, um, in order to host events. It's it's going to allow us to do so much as a community, and I'm I'm really excited about it. I think the changes are good. It's a little intimidating at first, honestly, because like I, we had kind of like a bare bones Discord to start off with, um, but I'm very happy about the changes. Um, we have some bots in there. Some people have been having fun with those. Um, there's this one waifu bot. Waifu by waifu? I think it's waifu. <clears throat> waifu bot where like you pick an anime wife. I don't know. It's a little bit crazy. But the day that that was installed, um, I opened up my Discord at, you know, maybe like 20 minutes after people started talking in that chat. And then I came back and there was like almost like 200 messages or something like that in that way in that waifu uh, channel because people are having so much fun with the bot. And so there's just some like fun interactive things that you can do in there. Um, and the community seems to be really like responding well to, um, you know, the changes. Uh, and real quick, I have a, uh, a note here from Kylie saying those already in the discord must accept rules before seeing channels they were already familiar with. Please add that. Yeah. So if you're returning to the discord, you're going to see a message that says basically like, hey, there's rules um, and you're going to have to kind of find those and accept those before you move on. 
And as soon as you join, you will have very limited access. Basically, you can only access the rules and um, and the welcome center. So once once you accept the rules, then the entire Discord opens up to you. And so that's nice because then everybody agrees on what the rules are. So if somebody breaks the rules, then we can just kick them out. Hey, buddy, you 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 accepted the the rules here. Exactly, you know, you know the rules. You accepted the rules. Now you must die. <laughs> and the bound hammer comes out, doing. <laughs> <laughs> and my mods love to swing the band hammer. <laughs> they really do. They have a lot of fun picking that up. Punt them out. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> um i do have a question though in regards to this discord great i uh, hope i can what, answer it and not sound what like happens idiot. to our you remember how you have the first 100 spartan yes um do we have more than 100 people in the discord we do like, not yet we are close to it but we do not have 100 yet oh okay so the the people that were your first 100 spartans mm -hmm. would still be your first 100 spartans exactly okay all right, so anybody that's new would also still technically be first, the first 100 Spartans? I think there's 20 or so spots left to be okay, the first now, 100 Spartan. That begs the question in regards to, well, what if one of your first 100 Spartans have not been on Discord for a while and... You know, I guess the the other twenty gets filled out. Do they still earn? The, do they still have that first hundred? Or yeah, they were in there for the first hundred. So until they leave the server, they will have that role that says first one hundred Spartans. Okay, I was just wondering because like you have your new welcome center, um, right, and you have to accept the rules. Does that mean like the first hundred still stays there, um, even though you haven't accepted those rules? Yes. Okay. Yeah, according to uh, according to the guy who helped me with all of this, I'm gonna check it out real quick. Go to the server. Um, it says that there are. Why is it called gang members? I thought I rechanged. I thought I changed that name. Um, there are 72 members who are here. So. Oh, I see what you're saying. Hmm, I am not exactly sure. Well, you know what? That's a good question, mister. I'm going to find that out and I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I was just curious. <laughs> Server settings. I'm gonna check out the roles real quick and see if I can. Kylie's saying the 72 already in there still have their first. Yes, set. they do. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they still have it. Very cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. 433 new messages in the one bot channel. That's insane. Yeah, it looks like you even have music in here, too. Yeah, we got a nice lo-fi channel. It's pretty sweet. How do you activate that? Is it you just go in there and... You, you just go in there it? like a voice channel, yeah. Oh, wow. Neato burrito. Neato burrito. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What's this AFK? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. Right. I, look, some of them are going to get deleted. Some of them we don't need. Okay. Um, AFK. Some of the yeah, I don't know. Some of them we <laughs> don't need, but we are going to we're going to simplify things as we go along, and anything that we don't need, we're going to trim it like fat. Nice. With a knife. Nice. Okay. All right. Shall we move on to listener questions? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. The topic of the week. Do you know what the topic of the week was? No idea. Okay. So I, I thought you did, and that's why you were trying to segue into what the topic of the week was. Uh, it's it's waifus and husbands. Oh. Husbandos. Hus, hus, yeah, husbandos. Husbandos. Hus, oh, husbandos. I don't oh, know. I'm okay. just I'm just coming up with my own thing. Oh, you are? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the topic of the week. Uh, actually, hey, this actually works out really well. We have a very light uh, set of questions. Great. First question comes from Rabble. Just Rabble. Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. You know what would be a good, uh, what would be a great game to play with our waifus and husbandos or husbandos? What's that? Halo Infinite. Oh, wait, they still don't have campaign co-op. Oh, I see what he did there. It's true. If you have your brand new anime waifu with abnormally long bodily features that not long, large bodily features that don't seem like a a normal thing for a normal person. And then you're thinking to yourself, you know what I want to do? I want to play Halo Infinite with her. She would love that. You won't be able to do it because there's no uh, split screen. Wait. Is there a split screen? There's multiplayer. There's no co-op campaign, and you will not be able to take her on a journey through Zeta Halo. So it's true. Is there a multiplayer split screen in Halo Infinite? I think so. Oh, okay. I never tried it. <laughs> yeah, for something a feature that everybody was screaming about when they didn't have it in Halo Five, I sort of doubt anybody's really touched it in Halo Infinite. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody pop up with that, uh, you know, the the one in the bracket or the two in the bracket. Right. All right, next question also comes from Rabble Just Rabble. Trivia time! Let's do it. The body mass index, BMI for short, is a measure for indicating nutritional status in adult humans. Mm-hmm. Plug in your height and weight and it spits out whether you are underweight, normal, obese, except, obese, etc., if you took the average height and average weight of a grunt and plugged it into the <laughs> BMI formula, what result would it give you? I thought a, he was going to ask about Spartans or something like that. I love that this is about grunts. Go ahead. A, underweight. B, normal. C, obese. Or D, very severely obese. So what we need to know is we need to know how tall, how tall are grunts and typically how heavy are they. Right. Now... Height wise, I believe they're like they're like four feet, five feet. Yeah, I want to say they're five feet. Okay, so if they're around five feet, then it depends on their including the fin, the fin that covers their gas tank. Oh, this is a good question because I I was just about to say the weight for a grunt. If you're looking at BMI, it should be without all the equipment. It should just right. be the grunt itself. Right. So maybe it's actually shorter than four feet or five feet. Because I think whatever height I was thinking of, like that's that's with that tank. So I don't know here. 
I'm okay. I'm gonna go with underweight. You think underweight? I'm gonna go under. Uh, yeah, if we're gonna take the idea of they're not the, the fin not being part of it and the actual tank itself gonna be not part of it. I'm I wonder go if he was. Well, let let's include the fin. Let's include the fin because I think usually when people talk about the height of grunts, they don't take the tank off. Then I would think obese. I feel like the tank would weigh quite a bit. That's what I was thinking. Which really doesn't seem like a fair question to the grunts. It's like, you're definitely obese. It's, it's the tank! It's the tank! <laughs> I got too much stuff in my pockets! The tank and 100 pounds! <laughs> um, you're saying obese? What was the other option? Severely obese? Sever, yeah, very severely obese. I'm going to go with very severely obese. I bet those things are kind of heavy. Okay. All right, let's go reveal the answer. Uh, grunts with an average height of five feet and an average hey. weight of around 252 pounds, <laughs> 0.25 moose for the metric system. Thank you, buddy. Um, score a 49.2 on the BMI. Oh my God. Placing them very firmly into the very severely obese category. Wow. There we Travel go. says it's without the tank, but you'd be surprised. Those um, things still weigh that much? Man, yeah, I guess so. They don't move like obese. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're scared to shit, yeah, no one's gonna move like an obese person. <laughs> oh, I wonder man. if it, I wonder if they're just really strong, like really muscular. Like, how do they probably. weigh so much? That's probably what it is. It's probably they're just probably real. Maybe all that, all that, all that, you know, almost all flesh. It's just all muscle. It's all muscle. Yeah, it's all muscle. Muscle. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I like to call muscle. I've never heard muscle. it pronounced like that before. I love that. I just do it for fun. It's every all once in a while. Muscle. It's all muscle. I, I would, you know, like, yeah. If, if if some of my friends like they beefed up, I'm like, yo, check out those muscles, man. Check out those muscles. Like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Rabble says grunts have been known to rip humans apart. Well, there you go. It's all muscle with their muscles. They're grunt muscles. I like that we both thought they were obese. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it would be like a trick question, right? Like, okay, either underweight or obese. I wouldn't think it would be normal. And I thought very severely obese would be a little much. A little bit much. But apparently, 49% BMI. It's terrible. All right. Uh, last question comes from Silly Goose Nessa. And Nessa asks, Scott pick one waifu and one husbando or husband. I can't say this word from any show or universe whoa from any show or universe yeah p.s my husband better pick well because we'll have to share (laughs) there you go um okay does it say waifu or husbando or both and one one waifu and one husband from any universe from any show or universe Okay, my husband is going to be Captain Levi from the Attack on Titan franchise. Easy. Okay. okay. Dude is going to protect me. He's going to make sure I get to my car without getting jumped. Um, you know, I feel really protected by Captain Levi. He's not taller than me, so I'm not going to feel intimidated. I'm just going to feel protected. 
Uh, going Captain Levi as my husbando. Okay. Now my wife -o, Well, actually, why don't you go? Do you got one or the other yet? Uh, well, I mean, the correct answer for the waifu would have to be Nessa, of course, but Dude, we're she's gonna, gonna be she's so not from mad a show, at that answer. She's telling a show you, to pick you know, somebody. no, no, hold on. Let me let me finish. <laughs> it's literally that would be her the question. correct answer, but I have to answer the question. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> that would be the incorrect answer. <laughs> when your wife goes, I want you to pick somebody we're gonna share, and you go, just you. She's gonna roll her eyes and um, kick you in the teeth. <laughs> um okay so you went for hus husbando okay so the husbando i can't even say I don't know this what word. that means about me that that's the thing that came to my mind first go, go the, hus the husbando i would go with um would probably honestly i played the uncharted games and i really Ooh. enjoyed like the charming like the 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 charm that uh, uh nathan drake has nice so um i think i would definitely pick nathan drake um, right. Also, he has this extreme, extreme luck that I feel would be carried over into his little posse that he seems to have yeah. uh, going around with him. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, there's bonus points in there because Tom Holland plays uh, Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Oh. And I know Nessa likes Tom Holland. So, bam. Bam. Wow. Bam. Way to make that work. What? Okay, cool. You yeah. got your husband, though. So, yeah. Okay, so now we just need waifus. It's uh, hilarious to me. That I'm having uh, such a hard time coming up with a waifu. What do you What do you got for waifu? Do you have one? Um, the waifu for me, uh, I was thinking. Okay, um, I was I it was thinking maybe um, Mockingbird from Agents of Shield, who's played by Adriana Palicki. Okay. Uh, I was definitely thinking that. Um. But yeah, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably pick her. Um, I've had it, I've had a crush on Adriana Plicky for a very long time. Um, but the 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 Nessa correct answer would definitely be probably be like Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm gonna take the princess from the never-ending story. You chose both anime characters. No, that's not anime. Is that not anime? No. Which one is the never-ending story? Is that... oh, <laughs> the that really freaky one with the with... the flying dog. Oh, with the flying dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one. I. <laughs> yeah, I totally knew that. Yeah. I play that one off as if I did know that. What did I mix that up with? Although she might be a child, I might have to change my answer. Hang on a second. Ooh, minor. Oh, minor. See, if she were anime, then she'd be 700 years old and look like a child, but she might actually be a child. It doesn't have to. I, I don't think it was anime specific. Never ending story. Princess age. Oh, dude, I'm going to be put on a fucking list with that Google search. <laughs> All right. Uh, who is the princess in never ending story? Never ending story star Tammy Stonarak, who played childlike empress, is returning to the screen. Okay, I don't care about that. Uh, never ending story princess age Dude, okay, I take back my answer. We're not doing that <laughs> We're not doing that, okay, no, it's out Cortana 
We're going with the easy safe answer right now. I'm going to go with the safe answer, Cortana. Yeah. Cortana's my wife. Cortana's my, not my wife, my waifu. Cortana's my waifu, and Captain Levi's my husband, though. Oh, okay. Uh, Halo, uh, Halo, those, those... Halo 4 Cortana, I got to specify. Oh, okay. Those uh, those words were definitely modified, or at least the, the questions were modified, because I found correct the waifu, and I asked this uh, to Kylie, uh, waifu and husbando or whatever they're they're I thought they were very specific to anime, right? Or no? Yeah, or maybe. Just, I guess it started. Maybe, but I, I think it's just like you know, pick a husband, pick a wife from any any story. But okay, the the, the waifu and husbando thing has been a big thing since we've been doing the uh, since that bot has showed up in the Discord. So she was probably just like, with that in mind, okay, hey, pick a husband wife. Let's not limit it to anime. Okay. All right, I think we had some fairly uh, fairly reasonable answers here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean that wraps up uh, the questions for yes. this week. Yes, it does. Um, maybe a quick little PSA for those that have not had a chance to um, hop into the Discord server. It might be a good idea to go ahead, hop in, and just say like you know, uh, accept the terms of service so you can have access to the full Discord. Yep. Accept the terms. Reminder. Accept this terms of service. If you're not in the Discord yet, come into the Discord. It's a, a friendly, fun, awesome place to be. And um, yeah, we got some fun, exciting things coming up. You'll find a link for that in the live stream chat right now. And you'll also see a, uh, a link for that in the show notes or the description. Mm-hmm. We have a community night this Saturday night starting around 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll be playing some more Halo Infinite, I imagine. We also have Anime Night this Sunday night, uh, hosted Ooh, what did by Paige. So we didn't watch anything last week because Paige was sick, so we didn't watch any anime. Oh, I thought that was the week before. Was it? Yeah, I, I could have sworn I, I remember seeing in the what chat was Sunday? Uh, the week before uh, Paige was. You know what? I take it back. I think you missed out on whatever it is that they were watching. What was I doing Sunday night? Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, they they watched something on Sunday night for sure. <clears throat> I don't remember what happened last Sunday for me. Um, okay, well, whatever it is, I missed it. I know that we we're going to be watching. Um, we're going to be watching My Hero Academia this Sunday. Uh, so okay, okay, so maybe you're... that's what it was. Yeah, if you're into Halo, um, or not Halo, if you're into anime, uh, we're going to be going through My Hero Academia, and we'll that watch party will be on Sunday night. Oh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, we will be doing a watch party for uh, episode five of the Halo TV show. So if you've been watching episode the Halo, five. yeah, if you've been watching the Halo TV show and you want to watch it with some friends, you can join us on the Discord watching it. Or um, if you are just kind of jumping in for you know whatever. Um, Whatever, you can just watch it with us if you're returning. There's a bunch of us who have been watching it. So um, definitely come hang out with us and, and watch some Halo. I think that's it for events. I mean, that's like five of the next seven days that we have events going on. It's so cool. Um, if you want to host an event, just get in contact with me and um, you know we can talk about it and get something set up there. You can find us on TikTok at... Uh, red spartan podcast you can find us on twitch at twitch.tv slash red spartan podcast you can find um 
You can find us on all platform, uh, all podcasting platforms. Mystery, where can people find you? Where do you want them to check you out? Uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv slash R-E-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y. I will be streaming some more Dungeons & Dragons tomorrow night. Um, I will be canceling Friday's stream, unfortunately. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to make it for Community Game Night this Saturday either. But my next stream after that would probably end up being on Monday. Very cool. Okay. Um, I have... What do I have? Oh, I'm sorry. Was there anything else that you wanted to plug? No, that was it. Okay. Um, I uh, have a Twitch account. You can find me twitch.tv slash live one and it's the number one. Um, so come hang out with me. Last night, I, I got drunk and played Tunic. It was a pretty good time, and I'll probably be streaming again tomorrow night. So, okay, I think that that's that. Um, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. I hope that you are excited for a Halo Battle Royale. I hope it doesn't bum you out that they're making it, and I know some people are not happy. So if you're one of those people, I empathize with you. I sympathize with you. Um, and I, I hope that it only grows the player base for Halo Infinite uh, without taking people away. I have a feeling that you will be pleasantly surprised by the positive impact that a Halo BR will have for the entire franchise as a whole. So that's going to do it for us here. This has been episode 76 of the Red Spartan Halo podcast. We'll see you back here next Wednesday night for the live stream, and you will have this episode next Thursday. Why am I saying next Thursday? Whatever. You know where to find us for the live stream. You know where to find the episode. I love you all. Take care. What a mess, dude. You're not a mess. Everything was fine. I felt my brain slowly, like, melting in my head. I mean, to be fair, we did start an hour late, so... That's I'm true. Sure you're, I'm sure you must be tired. I'm a little tired. After a very long day of work. Yes, sir. It would definitely melt your brain. It just, like, hit me all at once, though. <laughs> oh my god, I hate when that happens. It, 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 yeah, it's just like, everything's fine, and then...